Podcasts from the Cat. Voices and sounds from Crew and Nantwich. Today's guest on Business Brunch is well known to business owners, bankers and local government officials across South Cheshire and he's also on many local committees. He's better known as the Chief Executive of South Cheshire Chamber of Commerce and Industry. So today we're, we're pleased to welcome Paul Coleman. Paul, welcome to the Cat. Thanks, Des. Nice to, nice to hear from you again. Uh, yeah, it's been some time since I talked to you. I did check and it was back in 2017, but I, I know you've talked to my colleagues here on the station. So, Yeah, I certainly have. I've, uh, I've been on a few times and um, it's nice to catch up with you, yeah. And, and it's a two-way street, obviously, because it gives our listeners, and certainly the business um, element, a, a conduit to the chamber, so... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, we're always trying to help and support businesses the way they can. So, um, if you ever need me to come on and uh, have a chat about other other topics and discussions, then um, yeah, more than happy to do so. And I'm sure we'll take you up on that in the future. So, uh, Paul, the the current circumstances are unprecedented in our lifetime and have wreaked havoc on our business communities. So, give us your impression of of how well local businesses are surviving after nine months of chaos. Yeah, like, like you said, uh, Des, it, it, it's, you know, it's, we all know about it. It's been an extremely difficult time for, for, for everyone uh, going through this, the, this pandemic. And, you know, uh, it's been no different for the business community. It's been a really, really difficult uh, period. And also they've had to deal with Brexit and the EU transition uh, really as well. Um, and, we, and we know and this you know the statistics coming out without really good support from government you know there's lots of businesses that are going to really struggle and, and unfortunately will will we'll go to the wall you know some some sectors have, have been really hit massively uh, as it's understandable we all know about the the hospitality the retail and the leisure industries um, in terms of being forced to to close on, on on numerous occasions and currently in the lockdown that we find ourselves in but it's also those businesses that do you know, provide goods and services to those uh, businesses that are, are in the supply chain that need a, a lot of support. And, you know, while the majority of businesses, you know, have found it very difficult, um, there are businesses that, you know, that what they produce or their services have lent themselves to, you know, be, to, to help and support businesses and people during this pandemic and actually, you know, are prospering and, and sort of growing in, in, in what they do. But, you know, the majority have found it really, really tough. I, I've, I've been, you know, with the chamber nearly 20 years now, and I, I know our our, uh, our South Cheshire business community is is very resilient, adaptable, you know, and agile. You know, many businesses that I've seen have really tried to embrace new technology and practices, you know, and ways of servicing their customers uh, and becoming more productive uh, in in this difficult time. Really, uh, and good businesses will always be able to adapt. Um, moving forward and, and and try and cope with you know what what's uh, what's ahead really, but you know one thing I have I've known with our business community at the moment, they they are really strong. But it's been such a long time now that a lot of particularly smaller businesses and small business owners are becoming you know mentally fatigued and, and and financially fatigued. You know it's been very draining for them to to keep coping with all the measures and the changes and the ups and downs. The, of, uh, and the change, ever-changing rules and announcements on a short-term basis, and something that businesses need is that certainty and that that government support, really. So, on the whole, crew, uh, in comparison to other areas, is 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 suffering like like many. But it has the wherewithal to to come out of this pandemic really strong. Um, Bentley have recorded record sales recently, 
for the last 12 months and other businesses are doing doing particularly well and crew as a location is looking uh, you know many businesses looking at crew somewhere to locate locate as well so crew's got a lot of positives but yeah it, it is a difficult time and you know the businesses are holding up as best they can really yeah and, and, and uh, like you say agility is the name of the game absolutely and we've all you know we've all had to become more agile we're all using the online platforms like zooms and teams and things to, to do you to do work and adapt to what the what the the marketplace needs yeah so at this time, uh, South Cheshire Chamber and the uh, British Chamber of Commerce, you, you've joined forces with them uh, in urging the government to provide more support to, to businesses, in particular retail and the hospitality sector. Now, as, as outlets across Crewe and, and Nantwich close for a third national lockdown, which is hard to bear, and I can understand a lot of businesses becoming desperate at, at this third national lockdown what support do you feel is necessary to help them survive and how confident are you that our government will step up to the plate and provide the funding yeah we uh, south Cheshire chamber of commerce is an accredited uh, chamber and we're part of the british chambers of commerce uh, accredited network you know that's one of we're one of 53 chambers uh, across the country that work very closely together with colleagues and you know push uh, government for the support that's required um going forward and and we do that on an ongoing basis you know the support that is required for for, for businesses government have said they'll do everything they can to support businesses uh, but we really do need that you know kind of concrete action and a delivery on that that commitment really will they step up well i, I do believe they have to step up uh, the danger is that they believe that some of the some of the support that they've already provided is enough to help businesses get through this uh, pandemic and, and the trouble they have. And, you know, for us, it's probably falling falling a bit short, really. Um, you know, first and foremost for us, businesses rely on uh, certainty, really. Um, you know, they need to understand the rules and they need to understand what's required of them going forward, particularly uh, when we've just seen the EU transition. Uh, but in terms of COVID, what's expected, uh, they being able to plan and, and having changes in the and the goalposts shifting on a regular basis does not help so certainty is one thing that we need from government to have some sort of long long-term plan the the job retention scheme that was uh, provided by government was very welcome uh, it saved a lot of firms and a lot of jobs uh, along the way but uh, you know we believe that the current package is simply not good enough to com compensate for the impact of the pandemic particularly those businesses as i said you know in the retail hospitality and leisure industry that have been forced to close but like i said there's a lot of businesses equally who may not have been forced to close but the current environment and the town centers that we find us find ourselves that we have aren't aren't you know aren't providing the footfall that they need to to, to continue and and need the support that they can have um and, and you know as i said before businesses need that clarity that certainty and particularly stability with a long-term view so we've been pushing along with the colleagues around the country for the government to look at not just the next three four five months you know we want to know what the next 12 months that government will support businesses going forward it's not been businesses fault it's been no one's fault but you know these some of these are really good businesses and need the support now or else we're going to lose them in the future so some of the measures that we've asked for is to extend uh, and expand the business rates relief this provides and helps those businesses that have been um, you know severely uh, impacted by 
coronavirus, you know, to hold to hold on some of that revenue that they can use to support staff uh, and potentially keep them going for for a lot longer. So we need yeah, to extend sure. that, increase the small business rates relief. Looking at the, the particularly the grant support that's coming, you know, we're not, you know, it's welcome that there is. Uh, grant support available it's not um, covering some of the fixed costs that businesses have uh, by any stretch of the imagination and now it's starting to, to to drain really so we also need improved access to to government lending schemes for businesses and we also need to support businesses and individuals that so far have been excluded from help which tends to be some of the owners and directors yeah. in, the, in 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 small businesses really so yeah we we believe that uh, the government really does need to step up whether they do only time will tell uh, well, it's a huge uh, area. The two retail and the hospitality sectors collectively must be a huge employer, and throughout the UK, they can't be ignored. So, the government must take action. I would agree with you there. Today, we're talking to Paul Coleman, the chief executive of South Cheshire Chamber of Commerce. Paul, the the chamber's international trade department has supported more than sixty local companies in exporting £230 million worth of goods last year. Uh, this uh, It's a terrific achievement. And So share with us how the Chamber has helped facilitate these exports and uh, what will the Chamber be doing post-coronavirus to to build on this success story? Yeah, we, you know, we're, we're, we're proud of the way we support local local businesses and help them to export, but it's really down to the businesses themselves that, that, that generate this, it's excellent. The figures that you've uh, you've put there and, and the trading that they do internationally, you know, we just help facilitate with some of the international trade advice and support, really. You know, we have we have strong exporters in automotive, advanced manufacturing, oats, dairy, scientific, and even, as we know, uh, locally, Whitby Morrison with regards to uh, ice cream vans that are going, all, you know, all over the world. But there's also services um, as well as, you know, that, that do education and training around the, the world, not just just products really but the chamber uh, provides international trade advice uh, working with the government's uh, department of international trade so we we're there to help and support businesses we provide uh, international trade forums seminars one-to-one advice you know and signposting to try and help businesses get the best advice possible really uh, from our perspective not only do we give the advice but um, when companies are exporting they do need to have certain documentation to get their goods through the borders and, and across, uh, you know, across the, the world to their um, the, the buyers. So, um, you know, we, we provide those documentations and it just, uh, the reason we do that is that some some people that are importing the goods from this country want to know that the, the origin of the goods is from, you know, Great Britain effectively. So we, we do that and we help businesses uh, as much as we we can uh, post covid you know even during covid you know businesses are still exporting they're still sending uh, goods and products across the world you know and, and again as i said before because due to the pandemic some of these products are becoming more valued and and and, and required um uh, as much time as uh, than ever has been needed really and you know we will continue to work with businesses um, who potentially have products that can be exported. They can always come and see us. They can always come and have a chat about how they do that. Sometimes it's just down to the mindset, really. You know, it's um, there's no different... Well, there's more paperwork, of course, but there's no different sending goods within this country and then sending them a bit further. You do have to do certain things, 
but with the help and support, we can make that uh, an, e- an easier process. And we will continue to do that once this pandemic is over. Well, it's, it's excellent news for the area. And certainly when the borders were closed by the French recently, it, it's clear to see how much is exported with, with the backup of lorries that happened in a very short space of time. Yeah, we, you know, when you saw those images of the amount of, of, of trucks and, and, you know, visually saw the, the amount of containers that are, are ready to be exported abroad or, or delivered abroad, it's, uh, it's quite phenomenal, really. And we do rely on a, a strong export market uh, for our businesses to prosper, really. Paul South Cheshire Chamber is rated in the top 10 of the country's 53 accredited chambers. Uh, having worked alongside the British Chamber of Commerce during the pandemic, uh, as we've already discussed, to feedback issues facing local businesses uh, and pushing the case for more government support. What do you feel that uh, South Cheshire Chamber is doing differently or better than other chambers to put you in the top 10? Well, yeah, we, we, you know, we have a, a good penetration rate, really, that puts us in the top 10. So, we, you know, we're basically dealing with more businesses in, in our area compared to the, the amount of businesses that there actually are that, that, that trade, really. And, uh, yeah, we're in the, the top 10 and quite really proud of that achievement. We're also probably one of the smallest accredited chambers in the country. Uh, so we're up there with the, the Manchesters, the Londons, the Bristols and Birmingham's. Um, and we... You know, we feel that we uh, are naturally closer to to our business community. We work very hard to build good, strong relationships. Um, we have an approachable manner about ourselves, and you know, friendly. And we're always available to assist businesses as much as we can. And I think we build up a lot of trust with with the companies that become part of the of the chamber. And you know, we're we're here to help and support them as best we can. And you know, we try and do do that any way we can. And what we've done is, uh, particularly over the last 12 months, is that we've provided a lot of information to uh, our businesses for government information, updates on a, on a daily basis when, when it's required or, or if there's any particular changes. But even, more importantly, we've also asked for feedback and got businesses to tell us what's, what's the problem with some of the legislation, what, what's, what's required, what would help their business. And we fed that back to, to, to government, either locally or nationally, through the British Chamber of Commerce Network, really. We have a policy team in London, uh, and, and we do that regularly, and I think businesses appreciate that. So we're there to help and support, and, you know, we're not, uh, we're not just in, you know, we're just not on a, on a, on a, on a computer screen. We, we, we are available, and people can pick up the phone and contact us, uh, and we can, we, we can help them as much as I can, really. And I think as a smaller chamber, we're, we're able to do that, uh, do that well, and that's reflected in it in the penetration rate that we have have locally, really. Well, I have to say congratulations to um, to you and the staff for... Yeah, um, that, that, thank you, Des, yeah. Yeah, for getting you into the top ten. And it must be a real shot in the arm for the staff as well to know that all their efforts have, um, have, have put them ahead of the rest. Yeah, yeah. They, um, they're, they're a hard-working team and, you know, we, we have to deal with everything and anything and everything, really, uh, along the way. And, you know... Uh, you know, we work hard and, and we try and support any way we can. Uh, and, if, and if we can help our business community to, to prosper, then naturally the local community prospers, and and, that, and that's good for everyone, really. Okay, Paul. But before we finish, could you remind our listeners how they can contact the chamber and 
if we have listeners that are not members, how they can um, talk to you about membership? Yeah, sure. Um, obviously, there's the, the normal sort of ways. You know, if someone wants to give us give the, the, the team a call, it's uh, 01270-504-700. We have a website, uh, www.sccci.co.uk, or obviously you can search in a, an online uh, search engine, South Cheshire Chamber of Commerce, and you'll you'll find us. We've also got Twitter and Facebook pages as well, including LinkedIn. So there's multiple ways of getting in touch. And yeah, I'd encourage any businesses to, to get in touch, have a chat, find out if it's something they want to get involved with. And, you know, we're, we're there to help and um, hopefully it's for them, really. But uh, yeah, we're here to help. And, and, and while we help our, our members specifically with certain services and benefits, if there's businesses out there that are struggling and require support, we're always willing to listen and help as best we can. Excellent. Paul, thanks very much for coming on The Cat today. You're welcome. Go to listen.thisisthecat.com for more podcasts and more ways to listen.